0: Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm.
1: Hello,
2: hello, hello. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Radio Show. I am your host, Christine McIver, and tonight we are going to have an interesting show. It's all about the entrepreneur's dilemma. I can't start because I can't stop is that all about i am so excited to talk to you about business and to talk to you about what i have learned and some really cool tips and tools to start unlocking the stuckness and allowing the creativity to contribute to you your life your bank account and the world so if you have never joined my show before thank you so much for joining me and if you're a returning listener i am very grateful to have you here again. I am going to tell you a little bit about me so you can get to know me a little bit better and kind of set the stage for the show. So I am a possibilities coach, and many people will say, well, what is that? I love to work with the possibilities of the universe in the areas of you, your life, and your business. I love to co-create with individuals and organizations to see what it is that they desire to bring forth. I love to see where we can unlock more and more of you and your brilliance, especially in the places you had no idea things were tucked away in. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, a trained professional coach, an energy healer, radio show host, producer, and I am the owner of AdaZen.fm And I love to create in all sorts of different areas. I'm also a website builder, and I teach people all sorts of different things in their life that could contribute to them. I love to be different. I love to do lots of things, and I love to invite others into more of their brilliance. If there's something that you would love to learn more about and you would like to work with me, you can work with me for five minutes for free, no cost, to see if it's a match. And then we can see what would work for you going forward. So tonight, I can't start because I can't stop. An entrepreneur's dilemma. Where do I begin? I've got a great idea. And then another, and then another. How do I choose which one will bring me the most money? What if I'm wrong? What if somebody else has already done it? What the heck? Why do I feel so paralyzed? So truth, everybody that's listening right now, have you ever been in this space? Have you ever found yourself getting these ideas and getting so excited and they just keep pouring out of you and pouring out of you and pouring out of you and then before you know it, you're like in a beyond where you don't know what to do. You don't know how in the world you're going to begin because all of these things are screaming at you. If you're like many of us, when we first begin getting these creative ideas, we go into, yeah, like a fountain, exactly, Faith. If we go into this space, this space of the house, How do I do this? How do I bring it forward? Who's going to want this? How do I find, how do I get it out there? How much is this going to cost me? How is this going to work? And we go into this barrage of the hows. And guess what the hows do? They completely and utterly stop the flow of the create. When you go into a how, what you're actually beginning to do is ask your brain to give you the answers. You know what? If you have never done this before, your brain has the answers. Because your brain is a computer system that you have programmed with past experiences, with past belief systems, with everything that you've picked up along your journey in this lifetime. When you go into the how, I, I actually envision like a mouse running up to my brain and looking through the filing cabinet of my ideas and pulling out an answer. And it's like, oh, let me look for one, let me look for one. You know, can you imagine all the dust that's up there? Hang on, hang on, let me dig, let me dig. Oh, there's one, there's an answer. And what we do is we concentrate, right? We go into this massive concentration and we focus and we focus in and we focus in and we, we get this intensity and this density within our bodies and within our heads. I mean, we get headaches like crazy when we're doing this. And then we're so much energy at this idea or these ideas and the how that we just get massively frustrated because everything we go to do doesn't make sense. And then the yummy, juicy, exciting energy ideas have dissipated because what we're doing, it's, it's actually like taking. Imagine you, you have a flower in your hand and you're, this flower is so beautiful. And you start to smell this flower and you start to squeeze it and squeeze it and you're touching it and you're tasting it. And all of a sudden, it starts to crumble in your hands. That's what begins to happen to these creativity ideas as a newpreneur. And this is actually the place that actually where a lot of entrepreneurs stop. Where a lot of entrepreneurs will go, "Mm, no, maybe it's not for me. You know what? This, maybe this, maybe it's not true. Maybe all of my excitement was just, you know, a pie in the sky idea. You know what? I don't want anybody to judge me. I'm stupid, so I'm not going to start. You know what? If I actually step out there and do this and people like me, I'll be humiliated. I will just absolutely die. If, if, if I do this and then it's, it's not received and not successful. If you're like me, you got so excited, you started to tell people your ideas first before you went into the house. And then you started to go into the house and you went, Oh shit. Now I've told someone. I've told people this. Now they're going to start asking me, oh, damn it. I've got to follow through now. I have to follow through now. If I don't follow through, they're going to start questioning me. Oh, damn. And then what I did, and maybe you did as well, is I went into this massive self-judgment. Oh, my God. I'm going to make a fool out of myself. People are going to laugh at me. This I've been done. Oh, it, why, why would I actually come up with a brilliant idea? Do you know what? All of this stuff is just bullshit. All of that crap, all of that heaviness, all of that self-judgment, that is a lie. The true energy of you is excitement, is joy, is possibilities. Whenever we start to go into this yeah but and this heaviness and this, this contraction energy, it's not us. This is the space we go into when we start to buy the crap that society has sent us. Our well meaning parents and friends have said to us, How many people out there have had this amazing creative idea for a business and they shared it with somebody and a very kind person that they love, somebody that's very close to them says, Now honey, are you sure? Are you sure you know what you're doing? You know, I wouldn't want you to get hurt. I care about you and I would hate to see you, you know, invest a lot of money and it to fail. <laughs> Can you just feel the energy be sucked right out of the balloon of joy and possibilities? One of the best pieces of advice I ever received was don't tell your creative idea. Don't just tell anyone. Find one person who is your cheerleader, one person who's got your back, one person that believes in you. Tell that one person. That idea is off of that one person. Or hire a professional coach, someone who does believe in possibilities. I happen to know one, (laughs) just in case you're wondering. Seriously, though, Find that one person that knows that you can be and do anything and absolutely share it with them. There's nothing greater than that. those first moments of ecstasy in the creation of an idea. Oh my gosh, when something starts to pour out of you, you want to scream it from the mountaintops. It's so exciting. And when you've got a partner, a play partner, a celebration partner to share it with that has your back, oh my gosh, that is energy of that possibility. And that's, my friends, is the space that you as an entrepreneur, whether you have your own business now or you desire to have, that's where you want to be. That's the nurturing space that you want to be in. That's the space that allows that creativity to start. That's where you want to the energy of that possibility so we are going to go a short break and when we come back we're going to get more into what we can do to begin to change and some of the steps and and some of the things that I started to do that have changed my business phenomenally I would love to hear from you I would love whether you would like to join me in the chat room you can come to adazen.fm forward slash chat room or just on the on the menu bar, you just click on the chat room and come on in with your real name, whatever you'd like to choose. Or you can call in. In Canada, the number is 613-800-8736, or the US 815-880-8255. I would love to take your questions and ideas. And possibilities, or the places where you find yourself, maybe in the same patterning. You know, you may have some success, and then you find yourself going back into that same patterning. Love to play with you and see what we could change there. So you are listening to Inspired Choices Radio on A to and tonight we are talking about "I can't start because I can't stop." Stay tuned. We will be right back.
3: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com My gift to you, beingyouclass.com.
1: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255
2: so much if you're just joining tonight. We are talking about I can't start because I can't stop, an entrepreneur's dilemma. When we start to open the floodgates of possibilities and creativity, sometimes those flows can be overwhelming. We don't know what to do with all the creativity. And if we've not stepped into actualizing those creativities, we very quickly can find ourselves going into the energy of self-judgment. I don't know what I'm doing, how could it possibly be true for me, you know what, I must be, this isn't true, I've never done this before, how could I possibly do it, do you guys get what I'm saying? We go into all of that barrage. Then when we say, okay, sometimes we get into the energy of, I really do need to follow through, you know what, I need to feed my family, I've got to have a job, job, this must work. And so we start to go into that push energy. And as I said earlier before the break, that's where we start to squeeze the life out of that creativity. (laughs) Patricia says, that never comes up for me, never. Yeah, okay, (laughs) Patricia. You know what? It is so common that this actually occurs for all of us Is all of this space because if you've never done something before, the mind goes to look at, "Hey, you don't have evidence of success in this area," and and it's as if the energy of everything goes, "I want to protect you," and it starts to pull us back. It's kind of like when you're little and you go to, you know, climb the monkey bars, or you go to go on a swing, or you go to jump on a a bike for the very first time. And your well-meaning parents, often your mother, she always gets the bad rap, but often your mother says, now be careful, honey, I don't want to see you get hurt, right? And right away, when you say that to somebody, they go into contraction. That is so common that that happens. And, and when, when we are starting to have these ideas, that old patterning will start to come up in us. Wait a second. I don't want to fail. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to look stupid. Instead of saying in the energy of the possibility of this creation. So there is a shit ton of conclusions and expectation that it built into new ideas and new businesses. There's statistics of the yin-yang. I remember being so happy when my business was 367 days old because it meant i had actually made it i made it past the first year there's this doom and gloom that society has about a business actually succeeding if you break even the first year you're among you know the successful ones it's like really who the hell thought that frigging thing up right there's so many of us, I believe, would succeed way more if we were encouraged and we were in the energy continuously of rejoicing each other. It's kind of like, you know, if, if you're at a ball game and kids, it's the first time kids are playing, say, baseball or soccer or whatever, and it doesn't matter whether they hit the ball properly, miss the base, or, you know, they, they kick the ball into the wrong net. We're just joyful that they are participating, right? Well, could we all be joyful that we're participating in our own lives? And if you receive creative ideas, could you begin to step into rejoicing that you're showing up? Could you begin to envelop that energy of what you desire to have by choosing it? You know, some days I, I've i got a lot of things that I'm creating, and then in the morning when I go to wake up, I go, oh, i got a lot of things on my plate. And I go, wait a second, you chose this. This is what you want. And some days I really have to pull my butt out of bed. I, I really have to force myself to get moving. But the minute I step into it and I go, remember, Christine, you chose this. Remember what? And then it becomes easier. So if you're in that space of having a hard time beginning, ask yourself, what do I desire? I always desire to be self-employed. I always desire to be creative. I've always had ideas constantly flowing out of me. And I really, really wanted to have come to fruition. So I remind myself of that. And then I ask an amazing question. What else is possible? What else is possible? Now you can ask it from the energy of, what else is possible? Or you can ask it from the energy of, what else is possible? When you are in that curious child energy, when you're in that you know what, I don't have all the answers, but I know that the universe has my back and you are in the possibility of it, you can receive more when you begin to ask the universe, what else is possible? You know, there are ideas and creations in the world today, this is 2016, that were not here in 2015 There are ideas and creations that are here that were not here 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even days ago. So what are you doing if you are not playing with the energy of the creation of what's come to you? You are actually judging it, which is stopping it immediately. So you have all of these creative ideas. The first thing is play with somebody who celebrates you and celebrates your business. So that's number one. Number two, ask what else is possible. And number three, start to get into the energy of your creation. Play with it. Carol Glover, who was, um, she had a radio show this morning on Ada Zen, and she reminded me of something I did with her a while ago. And really inviting her into the energy of her creation, what she would feel like, where she would be, what it would feel like you know under her feet, what what the smell would be like in the air, what it would feel like to hold her book in her hand, what it would be like to hear other people talking about her book, and I really invited her in to create the energy of that, and that just spoke to me again today. With this show, it's like what is the idea that dying to to be created and, and birthed from you that if you were to actually step into it already being there and you were to step into the energy of it, could you feel how it would become more alive? How you would be nourishing it and inviting it and calling it forward. Come play, come play. I can smell you, I can taste you, I can hear you, I can see you. One of my deepest desires and targets is to be on a stage. To be on a stage with a people a thousand people sitting or standing in front of me as I speak. And I see that in my mind. All of the time. And I'm going to play with this exercise even more. I'm going to play with the energy of what it's like in that room and what I'm wearing and what my feet feel like and what do I look like the perspective of being someone in the audience looking. I'm going to play with that. And I'm going to feel that So be the energy of your desire, of your creation begin to really, really invite more of that forward. Okay, we are gonna go for another break. We're gonna get into more listening to inspired
3: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com.
1: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today,
2: About, hello, what (laughs) am I unmuted now? (laughs) Okay, so thank you and welcome back, everyone. We are talking tonight about I can't start because I can't stop an entrepreneur's dilemma. So, what I was saying before the break, and I guess. there was a little bit of cutting out of my line. What I was saying before the break was getting into the energy, really doing the visualization and be using all of your senses to embody the creation that has been speaking to you. Something that Sherry um, L.R. Taylor, who is also a host here on A2Zen.fm, uh, she is actually a writing coach. And something that she said is, is that really has resonated with me for the last year or so is if you have a book that you keep thinking about, someone is waiting to read it. And I just, that spoke to me so loudly. And that is something that I apply to my creative ideas. So if a creative idea, if a a business idea continues to pop into your head and won't leave you alone, it won't be silent, Someone is looking for that business. Someone is looking for that service. So would you be willing to be the catalyst for that idea? Would you be willing to be the person who brings it to fruition? You see, ideas come to people all the time. Have you ever had an idea and you didn't activate, act on it? And then, you know, a few months later, all of a sudden you see somebody's done that online. And you're like, Ugh, they stole my idea. No, they didn't, fool. You didn't move forward with it. Ideas are going to come. Ideas are going to be born. And if not through you, then who else? So, one yes, Katrina, I know, me too. One of the ideas that I was talking about before we went for break was the idea of me being on stage and seeing a 1,000 people out there. And I get into the energy of that, but I'm going to do it even more. And the, the, the last thing that I was saying was actually being in the audience, being an audience member, seeing myself on stage, visualizing myself there, and really getting into the energy of everyone in the room and seeing myself so that I can embody that even more. So the idea of being on stage is is really big for me. And this is like, hello, this is my stage right here, the radio show. And I desire to also physically be out there too. So Keisha had a question in the chat room. What have you let stop you from doing that? Wow, that's a great question, Keisha. Thank you. And thank you for putting me on the spot. I love you. <laughs> you know what has kept me from doing it? wow, a lot of judgment of my body was one of them. It's not true anymore. So that's gone. The other is believing that I'll be received. And that one is slowly being diminished. Not slowly, actually quickly being diminished. And the choosing, going and finding the platform to step out there. So I'm going to challenge myself over the next few months to do that even more, Uh, you know, I'm doing classes and uh, it is a stage of sorts. It's not with a thousand people out there, but each time I step forward with a class and each time I have a group of people that I am speaking to, I begin to embody that more and more and more. And, you know, I, I will be on that stage and I will be rejoicing and I'll probably Mess up, and that's okay. Every single solitary time I've chosen to step forward with a creation, it's never been quote-unquote perfect, but who cares? When I first started radio (laughs) four years ago, I'm telling you, my very first show, I cried for the first 15 minutes. It was nerves, it was excitement, it was vulnerability, and it was gratitude wrapped up into one big huge bubble of blubber. <laughs> it was hilarious. I don't even know if I could find the, the recording anymore, but it 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 was absolutely from, you know, the uh people who judges perspective, not perfect. And yet, you know what was perfect about it is I did it anyways. I continue to choose. When you have got these creative ideas inside of you that want to come out and you don't bring them forward, you actually stop the flow. It's like it's like you stop the dam. And if you desire to have more in your life and you're stopping the dam, how do you think you're going to get to the, that next thing, right? So I stepped out on the radio. And and I've been stepping out more and more, and now I've been stepping out doing classes. And as Katrina just said in the chat room, I just had two TV appearances in the like one was last week, and one was a few months before that. And I'm actually looking at having my own TV show now. I am continuing to choose and choose and choose, and it's in the direction of that stage. And how does it get any better than that? So as I was saying before we went to, to the um, break, sorry, is first of all, find a cheerleader buddy, okay? Second of all, start to nourish, nurture, and play with and embody your creation. Get into the energy of that. Another thing is to write your ideas down, okay? Write your ideas down. One of the things that is so much fun is is to write your idea down and and take, you know, go out into nature sometimes. This is sometimes the easiest thing. It gets you out of your head a bit. But take a little notepad or even your phone and start to make some little notes about it. About what excites you about it. What is it that's speaking to you about it? Play with it. It's like getting your hands in the dirt and playing with the ground right before you're going to plant your flowers or plant your garden, okay? Play with the ideas of it. Begin to speak to the creation and begin to allow it to speak to you. The more that you are actually playing with it, the more that you are inviting it to speak to you. Now, this may sound wacky, but your ideas do speak to you. And if you actually speak to them, they will speak back to you. For instance, on the radio, and I teach a lot of the radio show hosts, when when they want to get started, I say, okay, what does your radio show wish to be called? And sometimes people look at me like I've got three heads, and that's okay. But then they start to go into question, hmm, I wonder what my radio show wants to be called. And as we play with words and titles, You can see on their face when the one pops because they get this smile. They get the energy of it. They get the excitement starts to flow through them. It's juicy. It's yummy. So when you are actually asking, hey, radio show, what would you like to be called? Or, hey, radio show, what show would you like to do? I talk to people and I listen to people a lot on the radio and I coach people in person and in classes and I'll hear somebody say something and it will just pop for me. Oh my god that's a radio show. And I don't have the whole idea of it but when it's juicy and yummy I I grab it. I hold I, I, I see it. I acknowledge it. So would you be willing to acknowledge your ideas, your creativity so that it can continue to grow? So Katrina has a question, can you talk about money and putting money forward to create your business? Well, you know, if if you have a business idea or you have a business that you would desire to, to bring to fruition, what is required? You know, I often go back to, this is a really easy thing for me, As I go back to and I think of my dad. So my dad had a fencing and guide drill business, so a construction business, and I can see we we built this great big huge driving shed at the back of our home of our lot on our home, and it was a it was so big. There was an office in there, there was a bedroom. Then there was a, the one section of the garage was where all the tools were kept, and and where there was concrete on the on the ground, and that's where my father's good car would be parked. And then the other part. There would be a couple of trucks could be in there. There could be a backhoe in there. You know, so he had to go to the bank and he had to make an investment and he he had to purchase these items so that he could do his job, right? A lot of people who start their own quote-unquote small business, and I want to encourage you to stop calling it that because if you ever want it to be big, it can't be because you've already decided that it's small. So everywhere you've been calling yourself a small business owner or you have a small business can you please just turn and create all of that? Time's a billion Right, wrong, good, bad, puck, pot, all nine, shirts, boys and beyonds. You haven't even got the idea out. You haven't even you know, made letterhead yet. And you've already given it a label. So let's get rid of that. But if you were going to start a business, quote unquote, in this reality, you would go to the bank. You would make an investment. You would have... Um, you would get a business loan. You would start to invest in what is required to bring your creation to fruition. But a lot of people, especially people that are, you know, uh, self-employed, working from home, you know, quote unquote, the 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 entrepreneur who's doing it part time, there is this judgment that if we have to put money into it, we're already losing. Like, you know, well, do you, you know, is it how much is it going to cost you? What if we were instead of looking at the bottom line, what if we started to look at the possibility of what can this create for you? Where can this go? What can this bring forth for you and that's something that I also want to talk about if you're just beginning your business or you just you desire to start your business turn the pressure cooker off it. Don't give up other forms of income while this begins to grow. When you start to cut off other forms of income, i.e. give up your regular job, you can put a shitload of pressure on your business and you can start to project at it and and that will actually start to suck the life out of it. So, you know, one of the things that um, I did actually when I wanted to move into putting um, more having my business grow more is I actually moved from full-time to part-time. So I actually got a a part-time job where I was working between 20 to 25 hours a week so that there was income flow coming in, but I still had a good amount of time available to me during the week that I could actually grow my business. Because sometimes you'll get to this this tipping point where – you know, you actually require a lot more time, but you're working full time in another job. And so this is a way to allow yourself to still have income flowing in and to put more creative energy into the business. So um, so Patricia says, yes, yeah, totally considering this. Losing my business started out on the side because I have a regular job. Interesting backdoor there. Exactly. So how many people have it on the side but have your employer front and center. How much energy are you giving your employer's business as opposed to your business? So when I would go out to a lot of networking business uh, events, and I, you know, the job that I did was um, human resources, and when I would go out to these networking uh, events, people would say to me, "So what do you do?" And the natural flow with my mouth at the time was, I'm an HR professional. And I was actually feeding that area and as opposed to stepping into what it is that I desire. And so, you know, the first couple of times, um, it was a little difficult for me to say, I'm actually a life coach. That's what I started out with. That was the first title. Is I would say I'm a life coach. And people would look at me like, uh, pardon? <laughs> and now that I say I'm a possibilities coach, they really look at me like, what? That's where I give the energy. That's where I give the focus. I'm giving the attention to what it is that I desire to grow even more. Where are you giving attention? Are you giving attention to Your boss's business, or are you giving it to your business? So I have a question that's just come in. How do you pick the right idea when you have so many, especially if people are interested in other services instead? Need to make money, but want to follow my passion. Okay, well, first of all, what I would say is don't decide that you have to follow one right idea. Is there truly any right ideas, or are there just ideas that you can play with, right? And are there ideas that desire your attention today? So if you begin to write down your ideas, and each day you look at your ideas and you ask, which idea would like my attention today? And you start to build it. Think of it like this. If you were creating a beautiful meal for company, and let's say you wanted to have an extra special dinner, you wouldn't just serve potatoes, right? You wouldn't just focus on one dish. You would have an array of choice available. You may have chicken. You may have beef. You may have a vegetarian uh um, option. You might have some you know, vegetables, a salad. You might have some yummy warm bread. Maybe there would be a pickle tray, maybe a cheese tray. There might be hors d'oeuvres before the main meal. Then of course there's going to be dessert. We're going to have pies. We're going to have something sweet. We maybe have some tea. We might, we might have wine with the meal. Then we might have scotch for after dinner. We might have a whole array of choice so that people could choose what was intriguing to them. What if you began to play with your business ideas? Of course, butter tarts. Thank you, Faith, of course. What if you began to play with your business in that same way? And you actually, here's what I absolutely know positively, 100%. Please, follow what turns you on. If you try to serve everybody out there, you will be running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to fit their wants and desires. I am telling you, if you have something that is bubbling inside of you that just will not stop speaking to you, you will have people choose it. Keep playing with it. Follow your knowing. Your knowing is that excitement that comes up in you. You may have an idea today, and then a new one comes in. Start to give that energy. It's like having more than one child, right? You feed each and every one of them. You don't say, okay, who's the one child that's going to survive, Hey, right? So grateful my mother didn't do that. She would, have, of course, chosen me. But anyways, you feed each and every idea. Keep giving it energy and keep asking it. As an entrepreneur, you will also get bored if you just are doing the one thing over and over again. And when you do that, inevitably what begins to happen is you begin to project ideas at it because it is not. It is not creating the results that you projected expected or decided it should be. And that's when we slip down into self-judgment so fast it makes our heads spin. When you have a lot of different ideas that you are nurturing and playing with and looking at making available, now you don't have to have 20, but if you have three or four, can you see how you can move in and out of each of them as they start to pop for people? Right, And, you know, guys, one of the greatest things that you want to be doing is you want to make your ideas visible out there, okay? You want to put them out so people can see them. A lot of people that I speak to have great ideas and things that they have great capacities with, but they're not showing up. They're not being visible. They're not being seen, there are so many amazing ways for us to be seen now online and in person. The, the, the choice from when, you know, seven, eight years ago when I first started my business to today had, had quadrupled. And you, can, you don't have to invest a great deal of money into being seen. Get your website up. It doesn't have to be complete. Get a page up. Get one page up. Get the services up there. Get your contact information up there. You can build it as it grows. A website should always be changing. Otherwise, it won't pop up on Google very much. So you just want to keep playing with it. Just a few changes here and there, but keep looking at your website. Then get a Facebook page, be present on Twitter, on LinkedIn. There's there's so many different places. There's free. Did you know that there's tons and tons of online free directories? where you can be posting your information and feeding people back to your website. You have to show up where the people are so they can find these amazing, creative ideas. And when people begin to choose your ideas, you'll relax, and more of the ideas can start to come. If if you would like to really look at a list of ideas and say, okay, which one... Which one should I be doing? That's there. There is a judgment in there. You can feel the energy of that. But if you look at your ideas and say which one would be fun to play with, and just the first one that pops, begin to play with it. So this is what I did: is I would begin to play with it in in the morning time, and I would whatever that idea was, I would start to write it, write it down. Just writing, even writing the title down, would start to unlock some of the ideas around that. And, and I would start to put down little thoughts about it and, and slowly and slowly and slowly it would start to build. Now, after 20 minutes, if that energy started to slow down, I would maybe go to look to the next one. Okay? So, I, I literally have a binder and I would have my different ideas in different sections within that binder and I would just go to the next idea and start to give it energy and start to play with that. If you do something for 20 minutes and the energy starts to just go down a little bit, don't go into a conclusion or decision that there's nothing there. Just go to the next one. Go play with the next one. And as you start to get into the rhythm of following what wants to be popped and asking questions and just playing with it in 20-minute increments, it can seriously start to unlock and unfold and start to grow with total ease. So I hope that answers your question. Yes, we need to make money. I totally get that. So look at your ideas and say, okay, which one would make me begin to bring money into this business quickly, okay? Definitely give that energy. Definitely. We live in a reality where money is the commodity we have to utilize in order to feed ourselves. Absolutely. I'm not saying do the pie in the sky fun little ideas. However, don't just focus on the one that has to make you money. Also, give the other ones energy because if it's coming to you and it keeps niggling at you, it wants to be out there. And if you are using some of the other tools on how to price your services, if you are actually, you know, destroying and creating all of your limitations around what you believe you can and cannot receive for for pricing, for, for your services, and you are really looking at that, those other ideas, those other creations can begin to unfold and actually contribute to you financially. So, you know, we've got so many decisions. We've got so many conclusions, rather, in our minds around what, something should be paid, charged for, we've got so many conclusions about how things should be done, and we've got this massive self-judgment that goes on. That's another entrepreneur dilemma, is we've got all of this self-judgment, we're always constantly checking ourselves, and that actually shuts down these ideas. I really encourage you to find someone that you can play with, celebrate with, or hire a coach that will... Really, work beside you to nurture and to allow your business to flourish. I know that I've worked with coach coaches over the years, and that has made the biggest difference because I, like everyone else, have limitations around my thoughts and my beliefs about myself and you know when I would go into that space, I would start to contract and then there's this other side of me where I'll get all of these ideas and I won't know where to begin. And this idea of just looking down a page and seeing what pops off that page and just go with it for 20 minutes can start to unlock that whole thing. Faith says, I just wrote down a whole page for this. I feel this is more doable now. The niggles are driving me out of my mind. I know they need to be put out there before they give up on me. Well, or before you give up on you, Faith. You know what? I just encourage each and every one of you, take action your your ideas desire some action and the action doesn't have to be this great big huge thing it just requires some action have you spoke to anybody about your ideas now that you've maybe maybe you've got your website up maybe you've got your services up there are you talking to people do you have a business card do you have a flyer when people when people are introducing you how are they introducing you do they know that this is this is what you do now not this other thing Are you going out and meeting the people either in person or online so that they can learn about who you are and what it is that you do? You know what? It doesn't matter if you change jobs 100 times. It doesn't matter if you change what you are doing. Just let people know where you're playing now. You know, the average person today will probably have 20 different jobs, All right? That's anybody that's in their 20s and above. And for entrepreneurs, you'll probably have 20 ideas a week. <laughs> so everywhere you're buying that the ideas are a wrongness and not a massive contribution to your creativity, can you please destroy and create all that? Okay, guys, the time is flowing, flying by. Um, we're just about done. Please connect with me at inspiredchoices.ca if you'd like to learn more about how you can really bring your ideas to full fruition. I would love to hear from you and check out the archives. I've got over a 100 different radio shows in there and I would love to hear from you next week as we have another amazing show coming up. Thank you everyone who are playing in the chat room. Have an amazing week, everyone.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.